Welcome to 2021, our year of the supernatural. We believe that in this year, as prophesied, your life will go above and beyond the natural and that it will be positively and supernaturally changed through this sermon. The teaching you're about to listen to by our anointed shepherd, Pastor Boni Bahati, will challenge you, strengthen and transform you to live the victorious life you were created to enjoy. Listen and be blessed. Beautiful. My sermon is titled, Reasons Why You Must Attend the Mighty Foundations Camp. Reasons why you must attend the Mighty Foundations Camp. Reasons why you must attend the Mighty Foundations Camp. Acts chapter 6 verse 7. Acts chapter 6 verse 7. Acts chapter 6 verse 7. What does the Bible say? It's on the screen. Can we read? Then the word of the Lord spread, and the number of disciples multiplied greatly in Jerusalem, and a great many of the priests were obedient to the faith. I repeat, the Bible says, and the word of the Lord spread, and the number of disciples multiplied greatly in the greater love nation, and a great many of the priests were obedient to the faith. And the word of the Lord spread and the number of disciples multiplied greatly in the greater love nation. And many of the priests were obedient to the faith. Ladies and gentlemen, a camp is a special time when a section of the church goes away to a place to wait on God. A camp there is usually intensified preaching, teaching, and fellowship. During a camp, there is intensified preaching, teaching, and fellowship. So these days of intense quality fellowship and spiritual impartation leave an, an indeniable imprint in the heart of those who participate. A lot of us have received miracles and changed lives from camps. If you ask me, myself, I'm a product of a camp called Fruitfulness Camp. That's the camp that my life changed. That's the camp that I chose to follow Jesus. That's the camp that my addictions were broken. I remember the name of the camp. My wife will tell you a camp that her life changed. What's the name of the camp? The Privilege Camp. It was called the privileged camp. It's a privilege to serve the Lord. That's the name of the camp that her life changed. A lot of us here can name a camp that their life changed. Because during a camp, there is intensive preaching and teaching and fellowship. And in that kind of atmosphere, great things will always happen. Indeniable change, indeniable imprints will always be left in the hearts of those who decide to go and wait on the Lord. Your life cannot change just because you attend Sunday service or maximum three hours and you go home. But you attend a club for the whole night. 
The whole night. Even this morning, you, ca you came with a hangover. Because last night you didn't sleep well. You expect that these three hours will change and break that hangover. Yet you spend seven or eight hours in a club dancing above the head. How will your life change? So as you can see, God wants to change your life. But God will only change your life if you cooperate with him. Tell me if you cooperate with the Lord, he will change your life. Yeah. Pastor says, don't you have a camp? That you, don't you have the name of the camp that your life changed? What was the name of the camp? It is a great thing to serve the Lord. That's the name of the camp that her life changed. Pastor Mark, what's your, what was your? It's the same camp. Oh, and you found a wife. Allah. Eish. Your life changed. Perhaps in a camp you find your soulmate. As your life is changing, God directs you. Yeah, by the way, even me, I found my wife in a camp. Right? She, was, she came in drunk. This one here. I'm serious. Point number one, my wife came for a camp drunk. So you'll find out that when people come in the camp, some of them come drunk, but they live sober. Yeah. They come with addictions. So she was high, but she said, it was a privilege. With her friends, they came. While she was seated somewhere, Pastor Jimmy looked at her as he was pre preaching. And he said, young girl, you have a very good smile. She was calling her the smiling machine. He said, the Lord will use you greatly. At that time, she said, the Lord will use you. The girl is high. High on alcohol and weed. My wife has smoked weed. So she came in drunk, high, and her life was changed in a camp. This girl here called Lillian, I remember she, her life was changed in the camp called the Atmosphere Camp, right? Was it the Atmosphere? And the Love and the Mega Church. That's the name of the camp that her life was changed. I remember her testifying. She was crying on that camp and saying, the Lord has changed my life. He has broken addictions that I had for the longest. Because during a camp, there is intensified preaching, teaching, and fellowship. And guess what? The Holy Spirit is strongest, or he moves strongly during a camp. Because during a camp, there is intensive preaching. And the Holy Spirit moves strongly during preaching. During preaching is when the Holy Spirit is strongest. So if you want your life to change, you must attend the Mighty Foundations Camp. Are we together? Are we, are we together? It's a mega camp, yeah? So there's something about a camp which is different from a Sunday or a weekday service. There's something about a camp that is different from a Sunday or a weekday service. A camp has powerful spiritual impact on all who attend. Camp has strong spiritual impact on all who attend. So the camp starts from Tuesday all the way to Friday. And we are here not doing anything else, studying the word of God from morning, 8 a.m. Actually, this time is beginning from 7.30. I'm even thinking the breakfast should be served from 7 to 7.30 so that we, we serve very few people. <laughs> yeah. It will save us. Is it a good policy? Is that possible? So the breakfast might be served 
earlier from 7 to 7.30. Is that not wise? Is it a good policy? Yeah, so that those who come at 10, at 9, wambo. Wambo mambo. You come at 8. You have no breakfast. You have to wait until lunch. I think that's a very good policy. And no yawning. And no sleeping. And once you come for the camp, you don't leave. You stay. The reason why that happens is because when you come and go, when you come and go, you interrupt the move of God. The move of God is actually if we are at a place where we can all go and stay there and live there without leaving, that would have been even better. But since we don't have, we come and go back to our houses. But ordinarily, what should happen is what Jesus would do. He would take his disciples to the wilderness and be with them. Wilderness simply means a place that is wilder than where you are. Wilderness. Just somewhere wilder. So in a camp, the atmosphere is wild. It's in those places where you experience God. So, ha, 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 but I'm in school uh, uh, during weekday. The camp should be at night. Let me ask you a question. How many times have you missed class to go and see your boyfriend? You missed to fornicate. Yeah, some of you have not been to school for the last one month. Yes. You are going Shere, Subaru boys, you are part of their group. Others are asking for permission from work to attend a camp. You, you are saying, I cannot come because I have class. What's your problem? Who told you that education can change your life? Who told you? You have been given an opportunity to spend time with Jesus, to break your addiction. You are saying, I want books. And you are going to fail. You've actually been failing. Suddenly you want books. Sudden, all of a sudden, I cannot miss class. But you miss to go and fornicate. You skype classes to fornicate. You think I don't know? Or you think I've not been to campus? I've been in school before. Yeah. Una, una ruka class. Kwa kufanya dhambi. Una na kufuta bangi. Atuwa MMU. Kwa kichaka. What's the name of that place? Acacia. Acacia. The burning bush. Then all of a sudden you're saying, I cannot come because I have to be in class. Oy. Spare us that nonsense. Spare us that nonsense. Yeah. God wants to change your life. Remember, God wants to change your life. And if God has called you for a meeting, you suspend everything else. And Are we together? You suspend everything else and show up. And you show up routinely. Whether you have a t-shirt or not, you are there. Your presence is what that matters. Jesus will use your presence to change you, not your t-shirt. Your t-shirt is good because it shows you are obedient. Those who have t-shirt are another level. Those ones are higher. I'm talking about you that is in a lower level. You don't even have a t-shirt. You have to attend so that God will change your life. Are we together? Are you, are you, are you comfortable with the addictions you are in? You know, this week I read something that was so powerful. Someone was asking, someone was asking, there was a debate, at the, oh, the church should pay everybody who works in the church, like these musicians here, we should pay them. You, my friend, you know we don't pay. We will never pay. Go look for a job in the secular world and work. Even me, pastor, I don't have a salary. Then you want me to pay you. From which offerings? These offerings, 50 bobs here. Eh? 
Anyway, that was not the point. So that guy said, those people were saying that the church should pay everybody. If you're asked to pay for what the church has done for you, will you be able to pay? So he asked, if you're asked to pay for the addictions that have been broken in your life, will you afford? I've never, for, I, I've never seen a statement as bold as that. I ask myself, by the way, me, if I'm, to, if I'm told to pay for how my life has changed because of the church, can I afford? Can you, can you afford? Can you afford to pay for the change of mind you've experienced because of a church? Can you afford to pay for the addictions that have been broken in your life? Can you afford to pay for the opportunities you've received? Some of you would be dead by now. Some of you would be dead. Some of you would be pregnant. Not with one child, with several. Different fathers. Yeah. The girl next to you is just, he, he, she's not pregnant because she's in church. Yeah. God is having mercy on her. Not because she's holy. Don't be cheated. You're not sitting next to a virgin. I know you are here. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, the man knows you are here. Nowadays, there are no virgins. The only virgin we have is cooking oil. Virgin cooking oil. Virgin and virgin airlines. And virgin garage. And virgin galactic. Extra virgin oil. But the girls next to you are not virgins. Is it true? It's true. They are not even secondary virgins. No. Even that one they broke. They are in the tertiary level. Some of them are Gumbaru level. Eh? PhD. They have nothing to lose. <laughs> nothing to lose. They are consultants on matters sex. They know more styles than married people. They have more sex than married people. Yeah. Don't be fooled. Don't be fooled. You are only surviving by the masses of God. Your peers are pregnant. Do you, know, do you know what one pregnancy can do to a young girl? Do you know what one pregnancy can do to you? Pastor Edu will be coming, eh? Ask him. He went through it. Kitambo. Ask him what that one... Pre Look, I use them as a case study because I learned from them. I said, my God, this one mistake took them th so many years back. Pastor Edu nowadays speaks to people passionately. He says, She's passion He's passionate. He said, sex is not an emergency. Stop it. Stop it. Because one pregnancy, young girls, Actually, pregnancy affects the girl more than the boy. Yeah, the boy will just have sex move on. The boy will not have the burden of raising anybody. Because he can't even raise himself. It's the truth is, that's the truth. The people you go to have sex with, they can't even raise themselves. They don't even know how to brush their teeth. Ah. How will they raise another human being? Boxer and Avawi Kimzima. My friends, 
all the addictions you have will be broken in a camp. I can almost guarantee. I have seen it before. I know how God works. The Bible says to the children of Israel, he showed his acts. To Moses, he showed his ways. I have seen the ways of God is in intensive teachings, session of intensive teaching. The Holy Spirit is always there, strong, strong, changing lives. And some of you, you are struggling with addictions you can't name. Some of you, you have nightmares in the night. You dream with people having sex with you. Yeah, demons are having sex with you, slapping you. When you wake up, you have, they are called love bites. Eh? Inky. Hickeys. Hickeys. Eh? It's a love bite. Hickeys. You have hickeys. From demons. Yeah. You, you think everybody is normal like you. There are people who dread nights. And they are in this congregation. You dread at night. You don't like nights. Because of the things you see in the night. You don't like being in a room alone. Because of what demons are doing to you. Molesting you. Some people are always high, not because they want to, but because demons, if they are sober, the demons that are, they are in them cannot allow them to be sober. They have to constantly be high to lose the illusion of reality. Because when they are normal, demons are tormenting them. All that will be broken in a camp. So reason number one why you have to attend the mighty foundations camp. Or you don't like it. Number one, you prevent the scattering of sheep and deprive Satan meat. You prevent the scattering of sheep and prevent Satan, or rather deprives the devil of meat. You prevent the scattering of sheep and deprive the devil of meat. Ezekiel 34 verse 5. You prevent the scattering of sheep. And deprive Satan of meat. Ezekiel. Not Ezra. How many of us know you are sheep? Look at your neighbor. Tell your neighbor, neighbor. neighbor. When he condo. Nasi Matusi. The Bible says we are, the we are the sheep of his pasture. When God looks at you, he sees you as a sheep. And there's a reason why God considers you a sheep and not a goat. Some of you, you are a goat. You're not yet sheep. Goats are independent. You will never find goats following each other. A goat is always leading itself. Even in most cases, it is, it, the goats make it very hard for a shepherd to shepherd them. You are told, do this. You go there and change your mind and do something else. You are a goat. You are too independent. You cannot be led. And I've come to see in life, if you don't have someone who guides you, you never make it. You know why your father never made it? He ran away from his home. <laughs> yeah. Nobody guides him. He has no mentor. The difference between achievers and, not, and, and, and high achievers and low achievers is just the simple thing, mentor, which is the Bible calls shepherd. That's a mentor. Tell someone to tell you, do this, and you do it. Avoid this. Do this course, and you obey, and do it. That, that, that makes the whole difference in life. I am who I am today because I have a shepherd. So when you come for a camp, you avoid scattering of sheep. 
and you deprive Satan of the meat. The Bible says, so they were scattered because there was no shepherd. Who was scattered? Sheep. And they became food for all the beasts of the field when they were scattered. Anytime there is scattering, the beasts will always have an opportunity to come into the fold and eat the sheep. That's why when lions are want to attack, what do they do? They isolate. They lock on one target. Then isolate that antelope from the pack. They don't go for the pack. They cannot enter a pack. They are afraid. They have to isolate one. Anytime you see Satan isolating you, just know demons thrive in isolations. Distraction is in isolation. You are about to become mismeat. What is the hope of a sheep traveling from Rongai to Vika without a shepherd? What is the hope? Anytime there is scattering, the devil will always eat you. That's what I was saying earlier. Some people, the reason why you're not pregnant yet is because you're in the fold. If you leave the fold like this, you become meat. Some of you will be having HIV by now. Yeah, and the way HIV is so prevalent among the young people. HIV is, is everywhere. In this congregation, there are like 10 people with HIV. Yeah, right, I'm speaking right now. Between 5 to 10 who have HIV, and they look like you. You won't know. But when you leave the fold like this, Satan makes you miss meat. Satan makes you miss meat. When you come for the camp, you prevent yourself from being scattered and being made mismeat. Yeah. A lot of sins happen on Sunday afternoon. After service. Yeah, Nigeria. A lot of sin happens Sunday afternoon. You know why? You're always in a hurry to go home. And you've, been, you've come from fighting the devil for two hours. You are saying, our generation shall praise your name. Our generation shall praise, shall praise your name. Then Satan waits for you outside. He says, ah. You are saying our generation will do what? Kujapa. Kitu. 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 Unakula pamba. You are done praising? Come. Then she sends a girl who praises you. Yeah, the next thing you know it, you are making noise. Maisha imeumia. Uko mkeketoni. Unafanyo mambo ya mpeketoni. Anytime we gather for a camp, we avoid scattering of sheep. Therefore, we deprive Satan of meat. When Satan sees you, he sees you as meat. The Bible says when the demons leave, they go into the wilderness. 
Then they come to check and see if their house has been occupied. If their house has not been occupied, he calls for seven more worse than him. And he says, come, I show you a house we can go to. And they run into the house. And the next thing you know it, you have become meat to Satan. We are here because we don't want to become meat to Satan. Look, if I was not a pastor, I would be a very wicked man. I can tell you for free. I would be a very wicked man. I am who I am today because I chose to follow Jesus. I became a Christian. If I was not a Christian today, if I was not a Christian today, you think I'd be a good guy? Perhaps I'd be a robber. Perhaps I'd be a drunkard. Perhaps I'd be a night runner. Yeah, or a witch doctor. Yeah, and I'm potential of anything. The person speaking to you is a potential of anything minus Jesus. Same with you. You are a potential murderer. Minus Jesus, you are a potential HIV carrier. Minus Jesus, you are a potential witch. You are a weapon of mass destruction. Yeah. You are a terrorist. Look at the guys who've terrorized in campus. And you have a, a little bit of Christ. How much more when you have zero of Christ? Dr. Ndumba. They would call you. When we gather for camp Katunge, we are preventing scattering and we deprive Satan of meat. Because you are, tell your neighbor, neighbor, you are potential meat of Satan. You see how innocent you are? Tell your neighbor, you see how innocent you are? You are potential meat of Satan. Number two. Number two, when you attend a camp, you fight separation and isolation that comes from pride and sensuality. You fight separation and isolation that comes from pride and sensuality. Jude 19. You fight pride, or rather you fight separation and isolation that comes from pride and sensuality. These are sensual persons who cause divisions, not having the spirit. Sensual people will always cause isolation, divisions, separations. These be they who separate themselves, having not the spirit. Sensual people are people who want to be separate from others. They want to be independent. Separatists. And that comes from pride and sensuality. What is to be sensual? To be sensual means to be a person led by senses. You know when you're led by your senses, there's no difference between you and a dog. When you're led by senses, there's no difference between you and a lion. There's no difference between you and a snake. Because animals are sensual. They are led by senses. So when you are a person who is led by senses, my dear, you are no different from a dog or a rat. Because you are led by instincts. The Bible says, as many as are led of the Spirit are sons of God. Sensual people are not led by the spirit. They are led by their senses. 
When you feel like my sense is telling me I need to have sex, you have sex. The desire to have sex is not from the spirit. Or you thought it's the Holy Spirit. No, it's your senses. It's your emotions. Emotion is part of sense. So when you come for a camp, you avoid separation and isolation. And Satan thrives in separation and isolation. Satan thrives. Look, some of you, those who host love groups in your home, it has kept you from having fornication on Thursdays. Because church people will come and they cannot find you on top of something. It has saved you under something. And you're on a root, like you are under the, the ground. <laughs> that, come, that not being separated from the brethren has saved you from having sex, premature sex. Yeah, because I know that's the greatest challenge with young people. Me being one of them. That's why I got married. This ring is a sign that I could not stay. I could not hold myself. That's why marriage was ordained. That for people with no self-control should marry and keep themselves as undefiled members of the body of Christ. Anytime you see a ring on these people, these ones should show you, minus the ones who are married. These ones, lift your, lift, if you are married, lift your ring up. All these are signs of people who have no self-control. All these ones, they have no gift of self-control. We tried and failed. That's why we decided to get married. So that we can, be kept, we can keep ourselves as member, or members of Christ who are undefiled. But you... You don't want to stay in the group, in the pack. You don't want to stay like a sheep. Now you become meat. You don't want to flock. Sheep will always flock. Sheep will always stay together. When sheep are together, the enemy cannot come in. I remember a story we were told of sheep that were being attacked by a lion. And they kept on flocking together. And they would move around in circles, flocking together. And the lion was unable to lock on any target. It gave up and left because they were flocking. And the Bible says that Satan is a lion. He's typed as a lion. He's not a lion. He's typed as he's a shadow of a lion. The Bible says he's like a rolling lion moving to and fro, looking to whom he may devour. Satan wants to devour you, my friend. Satan wants to eat you. You are prey. Satan wants to eat you through Kenudia. <laughs> yes. Satan wants to eat you through Njeri. And you'll only avoid that when you stay together. When you come for the camp. Camp meetings fight isolation and scattering. These be they who separate themselves, having not the spirit. One sign of someone who doesn't have the fact that they isolate themselves. One clear sign, see me in the scripture. Bees are, go back to my scripture, Jude 19. Quickly. These are sensual persons who cause divisions. And why do they cause divisions? They don't have the spirit. One sign of someone without the Holy Spirit is the fact that they cause division. And who knows the opposite of division is unity. All of us know, right? So when you are united together, it means we have the Holy Spirit. When you're told, come for the camp, all of us come. I remember hearing a story of a young man in a certain church we had gone to. who He was in a camp. Then while he was in a camp, the pastor was preaching. Then he received a phone call and left. Kumbe, the phone call he had received was from a girl. 
who had promised that one of these days nakupea troopers home deliveries eh glovo delivers in minutes so the guy saw glovo is calling he went outside to pick then the glovo the the, the, the the delivery lady on the other side said uko the guy said departure 5 minutes we do your border went fast forward Three months later he comes and says pastor i'm so broken pastor as when the pastor noticed that he's no longer sits at the front now he sits at the back he's no longer as happy as he was now he's he's just somewhere in the congregation not happy anymore pastor asked what's the problem he never told the pastor the first time when now the pressure became too much he went to the pastor and said pastor i'm broken the pastor asked what's the problem the guy said pastor i made someone's girl pregnant and as we speak i don't know where to start from or where to finish the pastor said when did it happen he gave a date and the date he gave the pastor remembered i saw that guy in the middle of my preaching standing up walking and going out so the pastor knew okay so this is the very day that thing happened satan wants to separate you so that he can miss meet you you are potential missed meet girls and boys your potential missed meet unataka kuvuta kikolo si mko na watu kwa solo unapigwa ngana pedi nimeleta mali ah ningojea na kamu unataka nikae unaenda cho is in ethiopia shash za ethiopia maombido kamia unataka kama unaenda cho urudi kidogo kidogo tunapata na umeruka kichwa bristol zimekufa ufikiri yangu unakanga zombie tu Uko 35. Nuko hivi tu. Uko poa na hanga tu base. There's like a certain base here when you're coming to church that people sit there. Every day there are people I find there daily. I asked myself one time I was driving and I said God, please save them. That cannot be the life they have. Every day uko base mse. Hapo tu waona kitu kingine ya kufanya. Niko ngaletu gari ya pasi kipita sema, "Eh pasi ndio huyo. Mwanzee pasi ana wanga gari nyingine poa. Hey, 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 hey. Siku moja. Siku moja ndani ya church na wanga hapa juu ule pasi hapa juu zombie zombie nothing no progress why you are willing to separate yourself because you never came for the camp camp meetings kill separation and isolation that is powered by what pride and sensuality and the bible says the king of all proud people is called leviathan and leviathan is satan he is the king of all proud people It's in the Bible Job chapter what Job find me Can you draw out Leviathan with a hook or snare his tongue with a line which you lower He's the king Abu find where he says he's the king of all proud people Verse something there He's the king of all proud people If you have find yourself as a proud person and one way of detecting pride is when you can't be controlled Satan could not be controlled in heaven I've given you the story of what happened in heaven before how satan was cast down he could not be controlled he is the king of all proud people all proud people and proud people cannot be controlled they separate themselves they cannot be told come for a camp and you come and the camp is not for my good me i'm a changed person i don't have addictions sweetheart by the grace of god god has broken them so when i say come for a camp i want to help you break your addictions 
Because rehab imekataa. Rehab imekataa. Babako anaona pesa ya kupeleka rehab, amechoka na wewe. You are a psycho. God can change you psycho in a camp. He can bring back your You know most of us are mentally ill. You are mentally ill. You have a mental disorder. Yeah. There are so many types of mental disorders. You are bipolar. You have borderline personality disorder. You have what? Remind me the others. So many of them, I can't even remember all of them. You have, you have non-bizarre and bizarre delusions. All those are mental disorders and you have them. And God can change them in a camp. The Bible says, he beholds every high thing. He is the king over all the children of pride. Satan is your king when you are full of pride. You have got, you are what we call idiopathic pride. Idiopathic is a medical term that is used to describe a disease with no known cause. For example, if you see someone swelling their leg and there's water in the leg or their hand and there's water, we, no doctor knows the cause of that. Or when someone has eczema, eczema is an idiopathic disease. There's no known reason why you have eczema. So some of you, the pride you have has no cause. Chris, there's no... <laughs> you are looking for reasons to be washed, eh? I see them. <laughs> I see them. Are we together? Are we together? Number three. <laughs> Number three. Camp meetings counteract the devil's work of division. Camp meetings counteract the devil's work of division. We've read there already. It's Jude 19, Bado. Jude 19. The work of Satan Prince is division. And when you're in a camp, you counter that. Are we together? You counter it. This, use King James. These essential persons. This essential person who cause division. That's job. This be they who separate themselves, having not the spirit. Sensual people will always separate themselves because they don't have the Holy Spirit. Your lack of the Holy Spirit is creating divisions. And do you know what division is? Division comes from the word division. Di means two. Dicotyledonous. Have you heard of dicotyledonous seeds? It means they have two cotyledons. So die is two, then visions. So division is when you have two visions. And you know you cannot achieve anything when you have two visions. You have to have one vision in life. You know your vision is your parameter. This week my mother taught me something that I've, I've, I've found so dear. She told me that a lot of people who have no visions have no boundaries. They can fool with anything. They can do anything because they have no vision. The Bible says where there is no vision, people cast restraint. To cast restraint means to have no parameters and no boundaries. Do you know why you sleep with everybody that you find? It's because you have no vision. You don't know who you want to be with. That's why in the past, in the past two years, you've had 19 relationships. Because you have no vision. There is no restraint. There is no parameters that are keeping you on the same rail. There is no parameters. 
that are keeping you on the same rail. So she told me, let your vision be your parameters. Let your vision be your restraint. The vision will always restrain you. The vision will always keep you on the straight and the narrow. When you have no vision, you cannot be on the straight and the narrow. Because you can't get on the straight and the narrow. Because there was no restraint. Where there is no revelation, the people cast off restraint. But happy is he who keeps the law. So when you keep the vision, you are restrained. Restrained. When revelation simply speaks of vision, when there's a vision, you are restrained. You know I cannot date any type of a girl because my vision will take me to this place. And if I have any type of a girl, I will not get to my vision. You see, because of my vision, I cannot have everybody as my friend. There is particular character and values that I want. to embody those things. We cannot be friends. Because my vision restrains me. It's not because I don't want to be your friend. No, I would actually want to hang out with you. But my vision restrains me. My vision keeps me restrained. I cannot be a friend to everybody. Because my vision is restraining me. I cannot fool with everybody. There are things I can't do. Not because I don't want to do them. I actually want to do them. But my vision restrains me. My vision restrains me. One time I was seated in the clubhouse. Then some lady was serving some, 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 some drinks there. Then she gave me some soda. It's called ginger ale. You know ginger ale? When you put ginger ale in a glass, it looks like alcohol. So I told her, watch a chupa apa. She laughed. She told me why. She, she knows I'm a pastor. So she laughed. She said, why? If someone walks into this restaurant right now, this clubhouse, and just take a, takes a picture, because people are evil. People are very evil. And takes a picture of my glass and starts sharing it on social media. Before you find out the truth, you'll be castigating me. You'll be saying, ah, pastor, one for the stomach. Can you so? My pastor was squeezy. You'll be castigating me before you, know, before you know the truth. So I told her, So my vision was restraining me to an extent of saying, It's not sin, like drink, right? Even I, having, having not the bottle there is not a sin. But the Bible says, avoid anything that has the appearance of evil. So for the sake of the younger ones, the ones who are... Because the ones who are younger in faith are the ones who are attacking people on social media without even finding out the whole truth. They're the ones who are quick to point at fingers. So you see, my vision restrains me in a way. It keeps me in check in a way. I could not date any type of a girl. I had to wait until I'm sure this is the girl I'm going to marry. I told God I don't want Trisex. I don't want to try out. There's no girl who can stand and say, Pastor promised to marry me, but he refused. There's no girl. You, you've promised every girl in this place, I'm going to marry you. I'm going to marry you. One day, you'll be my wife. Sister, you'll be my wife. No girl can stand and say, marry them. And I, and I didn't. Because my vision was restraining me. High flyers start early. Yesterday I was watching some documentaries. And they were saying, 
They cannot underestimate the power of starting early in life and becoming great in life. They can never underestimate. He said they, have, they started all the, all the top billionaires in the world. They say they started in their early. They were teeth. Their visions restrained them from going to parties, from going to do all those things. And now they are billionaires. They have everything they want. Brother, your vision will restrain you. Shem, your vision will restrain you. And one of the areas your vision will restrain you is it will restrain you to attend a camp. Because the vision knows in a camp your life can change. And your life will actually change. I see your life changing in a camp. I think I see your life changing in a camp. Amen. Number four. Number four, yeah? Is it number four? Camp meetings allow the word of God to be spoken with boldness. Camp meetings allow the word of God to be spoken with boldness. Camp meetings allow the word of God to be spoken with boldness. Acts 4.31 Acts 4.31 You know, the absence of the proud, know it all kind of people, allows the word of God to come forth freely. But on a Sunday, a lot of proud people are here. People who feel like they have made it in life and they only have one pair of shirts. But they feel like they have made it in life and you live in a bed sitter. My friend, before you own like 20 acres of land, consider yourself never to have made it. Before you have 20 acres of land in current. Prime land, not land at Ushago Ukokwenu. Marsabit. No, prime land. Ukonai Apahil, 20 acres. But until then, you should not be proud because you have nothing. Nasiya Babayako, Yako. There's a difference between what belongs to your father and what's yours. The reason why you want your father to die quickly is because you've placed your eyes on what is his. So you are praying, when will he die? Black Mamba. Black Mamba. You are proud people always make it hard for the word of God to come forth freely. Because proud people will always show you, Pastor, it is time to finish the service. They are, they are folding their hands. Look at the proud person next to you who is folding their hands and say nothing. By the way, look at me, look at me. Let me teach you something. Maybe some of you don't know. There's something called nonverbal cues. Nonverbal? Yeah, nonverbal language. And one of it, one of the nonverbal cues is called body language. When you are speaking to someone, smart people, don't just take your words. They observe your body. So a lot of people observe, smart people observe your body language. And one body language you should not have is when someone great is speaking to you. Like I consider myself a great person. Otherwise you will not be speaking to me. Or rather I will not be speaking to you. And will not be listening to me. When a great person is speaking to you, never fold your hand like this. This shows that you've locked them out. You've shut everyone else out. 
Everyone else is shut. That's what that speaks of, for your information. You see, these things are not taught in school. They are called soft skills. Soft skills are not taught in school. If you never have a mentor, you never learn soft skills. So the word of God in a camp is preached freely. Why? Because proud people, the know-it-all kind of people, are not in the congregation. The Bible says in Acts 4 verse 31, And when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled together was shaken. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit. And they spoke the word of God with what? Boldness. There's a boldness that I speak the word of God with in a camp that I don't speak the same boldness in a church service. There are filters I use in the church service that I don't use during a camp. Because during a camp, I speak the word of God with boldness. Because the people who have come for the camp are not just Sunday Christians. These are strong Christians who want to take their relationship with the Lord deeper. But you, you want to be in the peripherals with the Lord. But you want the Lord to visit you in a deeper way. But you yourself, you are in the peripherals with the Lord. It's when you relate with the Lord. Are we together? You, the word of God is speech with what? Boldness. Yes. Like during the camp, I'm going to be dealing with demons. One of the areas I'll deal with extensively is a demon. I think I might deal with it almost a whole day. And you will see the manifestation of demons coming out of people. Demons will leave people because most of us, we are under influence of demons. On again and you're here. You, you're not under the influence. You are in possession of demons. Demons have possessed you because nature abhors vacuum. If you don't have the Holy Spirit in you, you have another spirit in you. That's why you do the things you do. Some lust you have is demonic lust. How can you lust over grandmothers? How? You see grandmothers, hey. I'm an Imaliza. Hey, you say, hey, 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 hey. And, and she's walking like this. She's walking like this, but you, you are saying, hey, 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 hey. Those are demonic lusts. You, you cannot stay without alcohol. Let's move to a lock. Those are demonic Last and thirst. You drink too much alcohol. You smoke too much weed. You can't stay without weed. That's your normal. Those are demonic thirsts that God wants to deal with. But I cannot deal with that during a camp. Because when you, all of you start manifesting here and we only have 30 minutes of preaching... Then you start manifesting. When will you remove demons from sister A to sister B? We have no time. But in a camp, you have time. You can say, I command every demon in the, in, in the lives of these people, come out! Then you start seeing manifestation from everywhere. But even if there's manifestation, we have the whole day here. And now, God, God, there's no curfew. We can decide to go up to 10. And there's dinner. So you just eat, we continue. Because there's breakfast, there's 10 o'clock, there's lunch, there's 4 o'clock. And there is dinner. Five meals. Can you imagine five meals? With an honor wiki. recover. The Lord is saying sorry. By force. <laughs> Number five. Number five. Reasons why you have to attend the mighty foundations. 
Meetings are rather camp meetings allow important interactions between believers. Acts 2:44. Prince, camp meetings will allow important interactions between believers. Do you want to get a wife? Yeah, Prince, I'm asking a question. It's a question. You see, when the girls are, they want to know. Especially. Yeah. Do you want to get a wife? Eh? Yeah, Prince, he wants to get a wife, right? How will you get a wife if, you're not, if you, after service you leave? There's no interaction. You run to sleep on a bike. Brrr. How will you get a wife? You're always in a hurry. In a camp, you have four days of interaction. So the girl you like, go sit next to her during the camp. Then believe God that during the camp, the pastor will say, tell your neighbor, I love you. I love you by force. Then you will tell her, you know what? I love you by force. During lunch, go talk to her. Tell her, how was the food? Did you like it? Sit down, eat together. Say, can I join you and let's have lunch together? Ugona avocado. Jumini Konayo, come to Kule. Sit down, eat with the girl. Important interactions happen in a camp. That's how I found my wife. We used to be friends with, with Pastor Cess, Pastor Mark. We used to sit together. Even Pastor Mark, that's how he got this girl. This girl was high class. Not like she's not, she's still. But those days, she was very high class. She used to work with Toyota. And the, the stakes were so high. And she was wearing heels. Beautiful girl. The waist was Coca-Cola. I've never seen someone as beautiful as that girl. Those days. Brown, brown. So, Mama Jason right now, we call her. <laughs> Mama Badlika. <laughs> it is weird. So what would Pastor Mark do? Pastor Mark would make sure during lunch hour, she is always there with the girl, having lunch. During lingering. Always lingering next to the girl. So the pastor would say, Lean on, place your hand next to the, the person next to you. And Pastor Mark will get an opportunity. And you say, I would really feel nice if this hand will remain there for the rest of our lives. What do you think? And the girl will laugh. The girl will laugh. Ha, 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 ha. You are so funny. The boy would say, goal number one. Number two, we have something called Love Sunday. Even still, we have it here. Love Sunday is the last, I think it's one of the Sundays in December. You carry three gifts. One gift to a stranger. One gift to the other one was to who? Someone special. And another one, someone, which is a stranger. The other one is for exchanging. So one gift you exchange with someone. Another gift is someone special. Another gift is to a stranger. So, someone special, you carry specifically the gift for that person. That's what Pastor Mark would do. And bring the gift to that girl. And the girl would say, wow, this is for me. Wow. The girl would say, hey, Mark. Mark would say, goal number two. Yeah. Then camp would come. Pastor Mark was doing photography at that time. So, Pastor Mark would make sure he's the one getting photos of, strategic photos for the girl. So the girl would say, would you please send me those pictures? Then Mark would say, goal number three. <laughs> because you cannot send photos without talking. 
Yeah, I need your phone number. Important interactions happen during a camp. So you can easily get your wife during a camp. Autumi kwa email. Unatuma kwa phone number. Kwa WhatsApp. Another important interaction is you can easily get a job during a camp. Yeah. People here are working. You get to know where do you work. I work for this company. Oh, you guys have an opportunity. Actually, yes, we are hiring. Say, apply this and write this and this. You'll get a job. Just, just send me your papers. And people from church don't tell you send me your papers and they store them somewhere. No. It's not your uncle. That's what your uncle does. People from this church are good people. They want all of you winning. Because if all of us are winning, the better. So, and we know people. We say, employ, employ that person. Look, there are so many people who have, have, have helped them find jobs during a camp. Because I know people who, are, who have good jobs. I would say, kindly make sure you employ this guy. Give him a job. And the person would get a job. Just like that. Hey! Important interactions, Susan, will happen during a camp. Yeah. Interactions with your pastor. When will you ever get to know my heart? Most of you think I'm a very harsh guy. Pastor, hey, Pastor, oh, Pastor Nimkali, come from the camp. You realize that that guy is very loving. The reason why you're like that, the reason why you think like that is because you, maybe you're too far. So you're not too close. And the reason why are you not too close? It is only Sunday that you meet me three hours. How will you know me for three hours? And after service, you are all gone. But during a camp, you are interacting with your pastor. You are interacting with your shepherd. You are interacting with your elders. Now, all who believed were together and had all things in common. That's what the Bible says. All who believed were what? Together. How many of us believe in Jesus? How many of us believe in heaven? How many of us believe that Jesus is the way? How many of us believe that Jesus can change your life? Then the Bible says, if you believe with us, you will be together with us. For all who believed were what? Together. So during the camp, all who believed are together. And they have all things in common. That means if I have a job, I help you get a job. We have all things in common. If I have a promotion, I help you get promoted. If I'm studying for exams, I help you know where to study for exams. They had all things in common. All things in common. Camp meetings. This particular mighty foundation camp will help you have important interactions. Yeah. Interactions that can change your life. You just need one interaction and your life will change. Not even two, just one. One. You just need to talk to the right person. Who knows the right person? And your life changed. It's called Four degree principle. You only need to know one person who knows one person who knows the person you want. It's called the fourth degree. You are only three people away from the person you want to meet. If you want to meet the president, you are three people away. Like if I want to meet the president, I know a guy who will talk to the CS, who is a friend to the CS, and the CS will talk to the president on my behalf. And I'll meet the president. Four people away. If I want to meet anyone in this country, I just need to know who knows the person, who knows the person I want to meet. That's that. Where will you meet that if not in a church? You know in a church is where the ground is level. There are some people, if you're not for this church, you cannot speak to them. Because they are too high in society. They are too high in society. Like Pastor Mark is very high in society. Like in his company, he's very top. Recently he was telling me, Pastor, I've received another job offer from a very big company. 
I said, hey, brother, you must be very high in society. Why would you meet such a person? If you meet him in the road, would you think he will talk to you? And in Maslipas Zako? Namaskiako Yakitenge? Do you think he will speak to you? Eh? And the mask is written, God is able. I'm a Jamaica. Do you think he will speak to you? Purity, that girl over there, the Asha, she's very high in her company. Do you think she's a boss in her company? She has power to hire and fire <laughs> in her company where she works. Do you think if you meet her on the road, she will speak to you? As who? As who? With your teeth that is not brushed. Important interactions happen in a camp. But in a church, the ground is level. So you can easily talk to anybody. I see how I interact with CEOs, even before I became a pastor in the main church. CEOs of multinationals, like big corporations. I would laugh with them, interact with them, because we are in a church. Yeah. Some of them would invite me to their homes. Would they ever invite me to their home if I'm if not in church? Would they ever invite me to their car? No, they, now they respect me. They say, oh, Pastor Boni, you are here. Oh, good to see you. We are very happy. We really, would really want your pleasure. We, rather, we would want, want you to... Uh, what, what, how do they say it? No. When you're inviting someone, what do you say? Oh, I would really like you to grace us with your presence. Would they tell me that? If we met on the road. As who? Which presence? Majasho. But in a church, they say we would want you to grace us with your presence. Yeah. Hey. I see you attending this camp. And from this camp, I see you having good interactions. Number what? Number six. I'm almost finishing. Tell today I'm finishing on time. Camp meetings allow many hours of prayer to take place. Acts 4.24 Acts 4.24 And this week the sun will not be too hot. Father, we are agreeing together by faith that the sun will not be hot this week. The weather will be favorable for us in Jesus' name. Acts 4.24, the Bible says, so when they heard that, they, were, they raised their voices to God with one accord and said, Lord, you are God who made heaven and earth and the sea and all that is in them. So when they heard that, they raised their voices to God. What is that? Prayer. They started to pray. There are things that you hear in a camp and you start praying. We will be praying for long hours. Yeah. We'll be waiting on the Lord saying, Lord, you're the creator of the heavens and the sea. You alone are God. You made the earth. You made the heavens. You made the sea and all that is in them. Lord, you're the creator of all these things. Father, we know that without you, we are nothing. The Bible says in you, we have our life. We move and have our being in you, Lord. So, Father, only you can change. All that will happen during a camp. We will be praying. Long hours of prayer. Intensive prayer. And guess what? If you don't pray, you become prey. If you don't pray, P-A-R-Y, you become P-P-R-E-Y. Pray. We are who we are because of prayer. I keep telling you, come for prayer clinic. You will not come. You are still sleeping. I've never understood. Comfortable. 
Unajiona chakula kwa hiyo nyumba umelala. Kwa nyumba ina chakula. Mtu akana chakula kwa nyumba, amelipa rent, anaishi nyumba kubwa, huwa anaishi kwa single room. Ukitoka lazima urudishe kufuli ya kiateka. <laughs> Ukitoka lazima urudishe kiateka kufuli yake. Unache, ukichelewa unapata gate imefungwa na unaanga funguo na umelala. Watu wako wana gate zao wanatafuta bwana. Nyumba yako hii wiki usipokuja kutafuta bwana itafungwa. Utafungwa. Utafukuzwa hostel. Utafukuzwa hostel. Tell your neighbor, neighbor, neighbor. Without, prayer, without prayer, you are nothing. Yeah, this week we'll be praying about everything. Bible says, do not be anxious about anything, but everything by prayer and petition. Make known your requests unto the Lord. Pray about everything. This week we'll be praying about our mental health. We will be saying, Lord, we can easily become mad. Lord, it's in me. I've seen some degree of madness. Father, I'm asking you to help me. I am mad, Lord. I am mad. Lord, take away the madness in me. Lord, and then you see the Lord who takes away your madness. Hey! This week is our week to pray. But this week is our week to pray. Yeah, this week we'll be praying for our spouses. You say, Lord, the Bible says that none among us shall lack a mate. You have to pray for the one you'll marry, my friend. Or you marry a beast. You marry a beast. You are sleeping in the night on a skin, on a on a You are dead. Uh, nowadays, there's a lot of domestic violence. People are killing each other. But if you get married to the right person who is under the influence of the Holy Spirit, when they think about killing you, they say, Lord, if you don't fix this, I'm going to jail. So when the Lord hears that, he rushes and fixes the issues. Yeah, men. Do I have men who are married here? Take your phone. Take your phone. Save your wife as your screensaver. Yeah. And pray for them. Save your wife as a screensaver. Pray for them. When you are going through so much in your life, just look at that photo. <laughs> and, and, and tell yourself, if I can handle her, I can handle anything. <laughs> <laughs> Just look at that photo and say, if I can handle her, I can handle anything in this life. And you get encouraged. <laughs> hey, how will you know that such things? When you come for the camp, you will deal with issues on how to deal with your beloved. Take a photo of your husband. Save and say, Lord, if I can handle this kimutu, then... <laughs> Then I, can, I have made it in life. I can handle anything. Yeah. Are we together? We pray about our spouses. Who we are going to marry. We pray about our careers. Where we are going to work. The Lord knows where, you need to, where your job is. Right now they are saying there are no jobs. But imagine there's a job for you. And the Lord knows where that job is. And if you pray to him, he will guide you. He will lead you to that place where your job is. But if you don't pray, how will you know? How will you know, Ambo? God knows where you need to sell your eggs. Chaps pleasure. The Lord knows where you need to go and sell. It is only open two days in a week. <laughs> the Lord will show you how to open five days in a week. Are we together? Yes. You pray about your education. 
Look, without God, your, your degree kona ni kama tissue paper. Without God, that degree Sierra is useless. My dear, without God, that degree of yours is paper. You can use it to go to the toilet or to light a fire. My brother, do you have a degree? Not yet. Then you are chewing. Remove. You don't chew. By the way, you know when you go to Singapore and you chew, you are, you are, you are, you are jailed. Do you know that? Eh, now you know. You can easily be jailed because of chewing. Actually, in this church, we don't allow chewing. If you go to Dubai and you chew in the metro, in that, those vans, not vans, those trains, the metro tra trans, you are fined. I don't know. It was 15,000 dirhams or how much? In Singapore is where I know it's punitive. You are jailed. They don't even sell gum in, in, in Singapore. That's why they are first world. Eh? It's because it's a developed country. Because chewing takes away concentration. You concentrate on what you are doing. Oh, I was asking a question. I even forgot. I was asking a question. Do you have a degree? Not yet. Eh? You are doing a degree right now. What degree are you doing? Criminology. Do you know how many people have criminology degrees in Kenya? Eh? Which, which, which school do you, are you in? Eh? Jake, what graduates how many people per year? You don't know. My God. Jake, what graduates how many people? It's like KU. Around 20-something thousand. KU graduates how many per year? Eh? 20,000. So, because JQuad and KU are almost in the same in population, right? So, let's say your faculty graduates 1,000 people per year with criminology degree. And that's JQuad. And how many universities are doing criminology in Kenya? Almost all. So, let's give them each graduate 500 people minimum per year. And there are like 50, 50 universities in Kenya. 500 times 50. 25, 200 and what? 250,000 people per year graduate with a criminology degree. What will make you a standout? What will make you a standout? Because everybody has the same degree you have. Everybody, the same, same degree that you're looking for, someone has it. What will make you a standout? Only the Lord. Only the Lord will make you stand out. So you, oh, my degree will stand out for me. No. Always think that 25,000 people, 250,000, is it 25 or 250? 250,000 people have this same degree. What will make me stand out? What will make me stand out? Only the Lord. Recently I saw, this was last year, some company was, was advertised to hire. I think it was CCI. And the eh? It was thousands of people. They couldn't even conduct interviews. And the, the oppositions were, I think, 100. But there are thousands of people coming. Qualified all of them. What made the 100 get and the 9,000 not get? What made them get? Only the Lord. The Bible says, I'll have mercy on whom I choose to have mercy. I'll favor whom I choose to favor. So if the Lord does not favor you with your master's degree, it's paper. Nimaji. It's nothing. Your paper is, your degree is a paper minus God. Yeah, it's a paper minus God. Brother, do you have a degree? What do you do? Just business. What kind of business? You sell kidneys. 
You don't know the business you do. Eh? Unauza maua. Sasa kama hiyo maua unauza ndugu yangu. Mungu asipotuma watu wanunue maua yako. Watu wangapi wanauza maua unauzia wapi? Eh? Unauzia wapi wewe? Hapo Masailoj, watu wangapi hapo wanauza maua? You are three. So what makes you think watu watakuja kwako wakose kwenda kwa wengine? Nani atafanya watu wakuje kwako wasiende kwa wengine? Si ni Mungu tu. So usipotafuta Mungu, watu wangapi wanafanya kenye unafanya? You know you guys don't think like that. How many people do what you do? How many people want the girl you want? How many people want the girl you want? Several of them, right? What will make the girl accept you and refuse them? What is so special about you? English ujui. Kuoga wogangi. Kuva ujui. Pesa hauna. Hakili zero. Mistari What will make the girl say yes to you and not to him? Shem, what will make that girl you like say yes, I want to I want to do life with Shem? Because there are potentials. Young girls, there's that boy you like. What will make those boys say yes to you? Young girl. Only the Lord, tell about only the Lord. And you can get God to favor you in prayer. It's not a mystery. When the Lord says, I'll favor whom I choose to favor and have mercy on whom I choose to have mercy. It's not mysterious. You can actually influence the will of God in prayer. You can influence the will of God. Abraham influenced the will of God over Sodom in prayer. He said, Lord, if you just find two, don't destroy that place. And the Lord said, yes, if I find two, I will not destroy it. You can influence all that you want in your life. You can influence the favor of God in prayer. You can come and say, Lord, I'm closing my work this week. Just because I believe I can be I can influence your will over my life. Yeah. Are we together? I was giving you the story of this the the the, the world community that lives here in Karen. The owners of most of these hardwares in Rongai. When their spiritual leader came for two weeks, they closed shop. For two weeks, and they don't worship a living God. Eh? They don't worship the true God. Impala glass owners. Close shop for two weeks to go and be with your spiritual leader. And you can see the kind of things they do. You, you cannot, four days to be with your God. You, and you call yourself, you, you worship the living God. You will not. That's why you are poor. Look at the hairstyle you have. You've had it for four months. Unashino kifanya hivi. That hairstyle, you've not changed it. And it's not because you don't want to change it. You'd actually want, how many girls would want to change their hairstyle after every two weeks? But you can't afford right now. And you don't want to seek the Lord. I, I, I had to advise some girls, shave your hair. You're trying to maintain hair and you cannot afford. Shave it. It will grow. How many weeks? <laughs> eh? Since post-election, one hairstyle. <laughs> and you lie to people, it's human hair. It's not human hair. The extension. Hey. They are saying, Pastor, don't come here. Okay, let me go. 
and you don't want to seek God. And you don't want to seek God. Your family is unwell, and you don't want to seek God. Tell your neighbor, mystery as You need the favor of God. You meet girls, you tell them, hey, kwenye nafanya kazi kwa kampuni ya kifuli. Kwa nini, juwada kufunga ndoa na wewe. That will not make you get a wife. But prayer can give you a good wife. Tell about prayer can give you a good wife. Prayer can give you a good job. Yeah. I see you receiving mighty things. I see you receiving wonderful things. I see you receiving the glory of God. I see your life changing. Yeah, brother, your life will change when you come for the camp. God will break any addiction in your life. You are struggling with alcohol. God will change you. God will remove all those desires in you. Yeah. Are we together, my girl? God will change your life. And all of you, God has the best plans for your life. Yeah. Usikue mtu unafanya certificate nonyo unasumbua uku. Na watu kama wanafanya law wanaserve mungu. A law student is serving the Lord. Jama wa certificate in agroforestry. You cannot even come for the camp. You are doing tailoring with IT. Atupumui. Certificate in tailoring with IT. Unajita designer. Where is he designer? Where is he tailor? Eh? Beauty with IT. Animal husbandry. Na atupumui kwa ikanisa. Tell your neighbor, neighbor. God wants you changed. Beautiful. Can I give you the last one? Number seven. Camp meetings give room for the prophecies at church to be to be given. Camp meetings give give room for prophecies at church to be given. Or rather, let me rephrase that. Can I rephrase it? Camp meetings give room for prophecies at church which charge up people. Camp meetings give room for prophecies at church which charge up the people. First Corinthians four fourteen. The Bible says, he that speaketh in an unknown tongue. 1 Corinthians 4, 14 verse 4. I said 4, 14. Or 14 verse 4. He who speaks in a tongue edifies himself. But he who prophesies edifies the church. During the camp, I'm prophesying a lot of things. A lot of things I say come to pass. And I prophesy them during the camp. Right? I prophesied that some of you will get jobs. Now you have jobs. During the last camp. Right? It is during a camp that all those things are coming to pass. Tunelewana. Prophecies are for the edification of the church. To edify is to charge up. Yeah. I see in this camp God is going to lift you. God is going to change you. Pastor, what is prophecy? Prophecy is what I just did. Prophecy is to encourage, to speak forth what God will do. To speak forth what God will do. Like when I'm saying God will change your, God will change your, God will break your addictions during a camp. That's prophecy. God will give you a job. That's prophecy. And that charges you up. For he that prophesies edifies the church. Do you want to be edified? Oh, yeah. Prophecies edify. Prophecies encourage. Prophecy makes you to look forward for something. Look, I'm a product of prophecy. It was prophesied to me that you will be a captain of thousands. 
Now we're almost becoming 1,000. Last week we were 820. 814. 814. 22 or 14. Check. We were 800 and something. And out of a prophecy, from 21 people, you'll be a captain of thousands. 800. Is that not prophecy? I was prophesied that you will travel. I'm traveling the world. Next, next week, I'm traveling. You understand? I've, I've, this year, we've been my wife in different places, traveling. I'm a product of prophecies, and they happened in a camp. I was told you will get married young. I got married young in a camp. I was told your marriage will thrive. In a camp, prophecies came to pass. The Bible says, and it shall come to pass in the last days that the mountain of the Lord's house shall be exalted above every other mountain. Above what? Every other mountain. That is prophecy. Tell about that is prophecy. Hey! And prophecies happen in a camp. I see God changing your life. Yeah. Have you received prophecies in a camp? Wisdom keys. What was the prophecy? Listen to this one. Let me pick a few testimonies, then we are done. Give him a microphone. Uh huh. Uh huh. Uh huh. During the Wisdom Keys camp. Wow. His addictions were broken. He received a prophecy. And his addictions were broken. Beautiful. Another one. During the Love in the Mega Church camp. We are going to get jobs. After the camp, he got a job. Prophecies are given in a camp. Do you have? I see God promoting you in this camp. You will come into this camp struggling, but you will live strong. I'm saying you will live strong. You will live a victor in the name of Jesus. Those who are believing God for spouses, you will come single, but you will leave this camp with a spouse. We shall have a wedding from this camp. Not one, several weddings that will be attributed, will be zeroed into this particular camp. I see the Lord doing great things for you. And any other? During the atmosphere camp. Wow, I see your addictions breaking in the name of Jesus. You know, you don't know how, how hard it is to break addictions. You don't know how hard it is to break addictions. Yeah, that's why you're not even, you're not, you're, you're not enthusiastic, you're not happy when you hear. Breaking addictions has no scientific explanation or no scientific process. If God does not break that addiction, you will die with it or the addiction will kill you. It will kill you. So when you hear addictions have been broken, it's a very great thing. Are we together? Do you have a testimony? A prophecy of a camp or a testimony? I received a prophecy of God using me. Mm -hmm. And months later, that is when I was sent to Eldoret. Then you also prophesied that I will get a job in the, um, the previous camp. Yes, this one thing camp. Prophesied that God will give me a job. And he, I got a job after the camp. Now she has a job. I see God doing great things for you. Okay, here. 
in this one thing come? <laughs> you have to be prepared earlier. <laughs> in this one thing come, you prophesied that I'll get married. Wow. And I'm married. And you got married. Yes. Wow. Yes. Wow. Another one. Another one is... You look, getting married is not easy. Your father is 50. She's not married. They, they eloped. There's no ring. They eloped. And he's 50. Can we stay up to now? The parents of your mother don't know that she's married. <laughs> By that I mean that there's no legality. They just disappeared. So when you hear someone got married, it's a great blessing. They did a wedding. They paid dowry. Age. Uh -huh. Atmosphere camp. Atmosphere camp. Yes, you prophesied that I'll become a pastor. You prophesied that you become a pastor. And this coming Friday. And this coming Friday. I'm becoming a pastor. He's becoming a pastor. For me, I have several. Mm -hmm. From the Wisdom Keys camp. From mm -hmm. we started, that was the first camp. Yes. Wisdom Keys. Wisdom. Yes. What was Wis the first camp. Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> so from the Wisdom Keys camp, mm -hmm. you prophesied that I will serve the Lord more. Mm -hmm. And you told us, actually, we'll serve the Lord more and we'll do more for God. And at that time, I was very timid and you used to have a problem with me all the time. You used to tell me I have to be bold. I have to not, um, I should learn how to delegate and learn how to be a leader. Because mm -hmm. I used to be very timid. Timid. Yes. And I was even giving the elders that testimony that last week on Sunday. That I used to do, like, as a leader, I wouldn't know how to tell someone, do this or do that. I would instead now do it myself. And of course, you can't do much by yourself. And since then, I have seen total transformation. Wow. Yeah. Now, Pastor says people see her and run. <laughs> and people work with her. Because she's fierce. And that's a lady. You see her text. You, get, you go offline. <laughs> you say, what have I done, my God? And that's someone who was afraid. Yeah. That's leadership. And that's a lady. Uh -huh. And also in, in the atmosphere camp, I was at a place where I was feeling very like lost. I was feeling stuck and all that. But the testimonies that were there, it wasn't a specific prophecy, but the testimonies that were there... Which made testimonies me, are also prophecies. Yeah, so they made me feel like I have... a direction there is something that i am do i'm actually doing that is yeah that is worthwhile wow yeah the test the bible says and they overcame with the word of their testimony and the blood of the lamb mm. so pastor says got direction from testimonies mm. and we, we, we you, during the camp you'll be hearing a lot of testimonies mm. a lot of testimonies mm. that will give you direction i remember during the last camp we had with pastor jimmy uh, god's work my work the testimonies from the churches encouraged me. I felt like God is telling us, do more. Let's do this God thing. Keep doing it. Keep expanding. Keep going. I was encouraged, just like her. And would I be encouraged a lot in that camp? You will not talk. Would I be encouraged? No. Uh -huh. Another one? No. Or, yeah, enough. Are... Beautiful. Clap for this beautiful guy. Pastor, you have... You don't, you don't like being prepared. You're ever ready. You're born ready. That's good. Men are always born ready. 
you know, for a man, for a man, a woman needs reason to have sex. A man needs a place to have sex. Mahali <laughs> too. They don't need any reason. Just show me a place. That's why I'm saying they are born ready. Yeah. <laughs> yes, Pastor. Uh, one was uh, in the Love and the Mega Church camp. I never used to believe that I could be more than a designer. I, I really, I didn't. You only knew me I'd be a designer. Yeah, just until in, I die. Yeah, just in the media and everything. But after that camp, I left with such a huge desire to serve God. And it has never ceased since then. Like it's been increasing all the more. And I remember also before that come. Look, you may not be you, you may not know that desires are are something that you pray for. Yeah. Yes. Desires. To have a godly desire. Look at the desires you have. Right now you are just desiring a girl right now. We are in church right now. No concentrate. Yeah. You're almost drooling. Hey, hey, hey. Desires are things we pray for. The Bible says better is the wandering of the eye than the wandering of desire. When your desires begin to wander, now God, now he says that God gave him a desire for God. Yes. Yeah, that is a great testimony. Yeah. Before this guy had desires for pornography, you used to watch pornography. Yes. You were addicted to pornography. For over seven years. For seven years. Always admiring a different girl on TV every night. I didn't have a TV. <laughs> you didn't have a TV, you were admiring on, on, a, on a phone. phone yeah. On a small phone, every night admiring a different girl. For seven years. And that addiction broke because you participated in a camp. Yeah. This one here. Yes. That, that is one. And then still in the same camp. Um, before then... I and he's never... a pastor now. Can you imagine? From a porn addict to a pastor. Why don't you give the Lord a praise? The same shall be your story. Amen. Your pornography addictions will break. Amen. Hey, the Bible says a high priest was chosen from among you that he may first represent himself and also your needs. Now when you go to him and you're struggling with porn, he is more likely to sympathize with you more than me. I've never struggled with pornography. So I'll just tell you in the name of Jesus, I'll tell Jenga. <laughs> but him, he will know. You are really trying. <laughs> he will give you a dose. I even celebrate, I celebrated with some. You celebrated They're telling me it's been three weeks. Without it. What takes the hand of God? Me, I will not celebrate. I tell you, I have. Three weeks. God, yeah, if you have seven months. And also, I had never before, like, experienced... Um, you know, like, before that camp, I had only seen people, like, they fall under the influence of the Holy Spirit. Me, it has never happened. You, you also think that people are jiangushanga. Yes. Like, you plant your feet. You plant yourself. Yes. You say mighty foundations. I shall not be shaken. In this camp, I want you to plant yourself. Yes. Those who believe you cannot fall, plant yourself. Yeah. Plant. During the camp, plant yourself vizuri kabisa. Then after the camp, we will, we will hear. We will take feedback. We will take feedback of the planters, the mighty foundations. Yeah. And, and 
um, that was the first camp I remember. Uh-huh. When I felt the move of the Holy Spirit, like it was the first time I broke down and I couldn't even explain why. You were crying. Yes. And you fell down. Yes. And you couldn't explain a whole man crying. You see, if you see a man crying, it's different from, from a woman. Yeah. Because women can easily cry, they're emotional. A man, it means something has overpowered them that they cannot hold themselves but cry. And he's not crying because he has been left. Heartbreak. Even men don't cry because of heartbreak. They just say, ah, I end up go. But he was crying. Lord, Lord. That takes the hand of God. Yes. Beautiful. Any other? And finally, it was still in a camp uh-huh. that you prophesied that I would become a pastor. And by the grace of God, I'm a pastor. He's a pastor. Very soon you'll hear Reverend Mark Gadike. Then very soon you hear Bishop Mark Gadike. And now he was telling me, Pastor, by the grace of God, I'm going to work in another international company. I said, that's the best. I want you to win more. Yeah, I was so happy. Clear the Lord a hand clap offering. And the same shall be your portion. I'm saying the same shall be your portion. God is going to take you to high places. As you prepare to attend this camp, you are preparing for a season of change in your life. Any addiction you've been having during this camp is going to break. Any struggle you've had during this camp is going to break. This is your week of change. As in this is your week of change. As in this is your week of change. This is our week of change. God is going to change us in the camp. As in God is going to change us in the camp. Our hearts will change. Those who are thieves, God is going to break the heart of a thief and give you a new heart, a heart for God. I say you'll have a heart for God. In the name of Jesus Christ, you'll have a heart for God in this camp. This year and during this camp, it shall be a camp you remember as the camp in which the Lord changed your life. I say during this camp, the Lord will change your life. Why don't you open your mouth and say, Lord, I want to attend this camp because I know in this camp, my life will change. Now I want you to open your mouth and pray for a minute. Pray and ask God, Lord, make a way for me to be in this camp. Make a way for me, Lord. Draw me to this camp, Lord. By all means, Lord, draw me to this camp. And in this camp, Lord, change my life. In this camp, change my life, Lord. Open your mouth. Better is the sight of the eye than the wandering of desire. Lord, I know and I believe, Lord, that my desires will not wander in this camp. During this camp, Lord, you will change me, Lord. Lord, you will cause us to attend this camp, Lord. You will make a way for us to be here, Lord. Lord, I'm praying for everybody under the sound of my voice. Lord, make a way for them from their workplace. Make a way for them in school. Make a way for them from their homes. Make a way for them, Lord. Let them be in this camp, Lord. And as they attend this camp, let their lives change. Let their lives change, Lord. Let their lives be renewed. In this camp, Lord, let them receive a new fire. Let pride be broken from their hearts. Let pride be broken from their hearts. In the name of Jesus Christ. 
This is the camp they are preparing for us, Lord. The camp where your word will be broken. The word will be spoken extensively, Lord. Where your life will be changed. This is the camp, Lord, where you send forth your angels. You will send forth your spirit. And the lives of the people will not be the same, Lord. Lord, only you can change our lives, Lord. We've tried rehabilitation, it didn't work. We've tried drugs, it didn't work, Lord. But Lord, we believe in this camp, Lord. You will change our lives. You will change our lives, Lord. You will change our lives, Lord. Re malama nala mandele bele bele bo. Re malaba laba laba laba. Mandele bele bele bo.